It is race day in Viva Las Vegas. Reporting here from the Pendle 400. Rolling off at 3.30 Eastern. I am Corey LaJoy. Going to get ready to blast off here in a little bit, but I'm joined by my buddies, Mr. Chuck Bush, Mr. Front Tire Changer of Ryan Blaney's car, Ryan Flores. I just get mixed up on that all the time. And then last but not least, Jonathan Merriman. What's up? This is Spare Change. What? Let's break down a little bit of Las Vegas here and get people on their way so they can sit on the couch and watch some NASCAR. What do you think, Chuck? Who's going to win today? Who's going to win today? It's Vegas. Kyle Busch is on the heaters. He go back to back. I don't hate that pick. I don't know. I think when Joey Logano drives the Pennzoil car in the Pennzoil race, he's pretty much unstoppable. That is he's, also He's accurate. won here in 2019, 2020, 2022. It, I mean, he gets the assignment. When the team, when the company that sponsors the race sponsors your car, you better deliver. And Joey's been pretty good at that. Are you guys running all Pennzoil schemes like you usually do? Uh, this I know race? that we are a Menards Pennzoil scheme as well. So ho- hopefully we get the assignment this weekend. Uh, I'm not going to pick ourselves because I play that out. But I think like, oh, if, I, if I'm just going with like a cold take Merriman pick, the other guy that's really good here that is like in that ran better last week, but he's probably not going to win is like Brad Keselowski. Seems to do really well here. Not if I got something to say about it. You want to know who I'm going to pick? Yeah. Despite the front changer, had a tough week last week, but oh. I think the 12 car wins this weekend. Oh man! Wow, yeah. that's uh, You're really going out on a limb on that. Yeah, one. yeah. I'm just trying to lift. You know, who we, you know why we're messing up? Because both track house guys super good here last year. Something I'm looking at pretty heavy is the weather. Fairly cool. Mm. Not going to be very hot, so the mechanical grip won't be as much of a factor. It's always a factor. You have to have it, but when it's a cooler day, some more options come in play. Track position is more important because you don't get handling as an issue quite as much. So it's about a 60, 65 degree day. It'll be hammered down. And I think the advantage that track house cars have been having with mechanical grip won't be that much. But then again, Ross Chastain finished second here in the race in the fall. Who's going to, I don't know. I think it's going to, Joey's on a heater, man. He's locked in right now. Joey and Paul are good. They're they're really, really good at Las Vegas. What makes the Penske cars so much better at Las Vegas? They can get over the bumps. Yeah. You know, they make a lot of good they make a lot of downforce. They're efficient with it. And they make they can get over the bumps well. Um and intermediates are I feel like Penske's strength, whether it's Charlotte, whether it's Vegas, whether it's Texas. We saw Ryan Blaney win the all star race there last year. Yeah. They've got a good handle on that. And you know, when, like I said, when they slap those Pennzoil stickers on, old captain probably wants them boys to deliver. How's the old seven car going to run today? I think we're going to run pretty good. It's probably statistically one of my best racetracks. I always look forward to coming to Vegas. Um, hopefully we can run inside the top 15, maybe sneak out of top 10 and keep this train moving. So if we just try to make the West, we try to leave the West Coast with a couple solid runs under our belt to gap some of the guys who have issues early in the season and just try to maintain but hopefully this uh chevy camaro runs good today this is a place where teams like yours seem like like underdogs seem to be able to sneak out good runs marcus ambrose sticks out in my in my mind having really strong runs here i think almondinger um in the 47 car it's a it's a place where it's early enough in the season where if you hit on something early you can run well and it's just it just seems like a place where a guy like you could could have a top ten solid day. I hope. I mean, we ran good here in the thirty two car. We brought. We've had a couple good races in the seven car. Finished top fifteen, top twelve, one sixteenth, somewhere around there. We've always been in the top twenty for the last four or five years. So I've gotten around this place pretty good. 
it is an intermediate that takes a little bit of, I don't know, like discipline because it's easy to overcook the corner, overslip the right front, and build a Titan to it. And then you also have to hit the bumps over the tunnel in one and two. You want to hit those guys straight with a lot, without a lot of wheel or throttle input while also maintain pace. So, uh, And then also there's usually one big pileup every year. So you want to make sure you're not in that because if you're wadded up, you're probably not running very good. Bro, it gets tight off of four, doesn't it? It looks like it gets super tight off of four. It is. We saw Bubba, or the five car, pinch the 23. Oh, this is where that happened. This is where it happened. The big old right rear hook down the front straightaway. So it's easy to do because you're trying to maintain your momentum. You don't want to give it up and get uh, freight train on the top. So you have to you have to make sure that you give guys lanes because it seems like the sun bakes on turn four specifically. So you'll lose grip there first once you get off that white line. If you open your hands up a little bit too early and get off the line, you kind of get in no man's land, and it's super rubbered up there. You'll lose all grip unless you just wrap the line like a little bit longer. So I think having some discipline there in three and four, particularly At when what the point do you move out, to the top? It depends, man. This next-gen car doesn't seem like it loves running the fence. Um, you see some guys rip it like a Larson at Homestead, but when it gets super rubbered up, you're actually looking probably more t- for some gray asphalt, yeah. clean asphalt, over the side force advantage run of the fence. So interested to see how that plays out today. I don't think you're going to see the guy who wins on the boards as cold as it is today. Really? So if you go – like when you're watching today, if you go – to run the top, what's the top going to be? Is there third lane? So like that's it's a, fourth lane. The 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 wall would yeah. be the fourth lane. Yeah. So like today, you were going to be running maybe the third lane if you're trying to you'll keep s- momentum. You'll see lanes in one and two. The bumps get real bad in lane one and two. So you're going to see guys run three, four. Not so much the boards in one and two because it's bumpier over there. So yep. lane, lane three and four are the smoothest in turn one and two. Turn three and four is smooth all the way around, but the outside up against the wall is just so much longer. So there's not much yeah. progressive bank there. You could use some discipline, back your corner up, use a little bit of break to run the bottom and still gain just because it's a shorter distance. Um, especially if it's th- some direct sun in that turn four, it gets really slippery, easy to slip a tire and get into the fence. And you'll see a lot of guys bend toe links today by trying to get a, a little bit too much running the top. I bet you a penny on something. What hit me? I bet the 45 is the first one trying to run the fence. And more than likely, and he's probably going to be the five. People think it's the five, but it's usually the 45. Bro, at California, I watched the race back. He, f- like, was blowing the dust off of it. Like, yeah. that guy's got some melons, bro. I, I wouldn't be up there dusting that thing off for nothing. Everybody thinks that every, – when they think about running the top, everybody thinks about Tyler – or about – Larson. Kyle Larson, but Tyler Reddick, bro, gets up there and gets rowdy. Tyler Reddick runs the top so good, Larson watches him and goes, holy moly, that guy's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially, like, he'll go he'll go up there, he'll just burn it down, like, lap one up there, and it's dirty and dusty. I and- talked to Larson last week at California, like, how early are you going to go to the boards? And he was like, eh, probably lap two, three. But what I worry about is it's so green that you're going to shred your tires. Yes. So if you're the first one up there, you're literally rubbering it in. And your tires get degraded so much quicker than than cars running the bottom because it's not as porous. So the asphalt gets more porous, the less rubbers on it. So you run the risk of burning your stuff early if you are up on the boards trying to make speed. And who knows? That might not be that might not be the ticket. It might be the ticket. And you guys are gonna find out today at three thirty if you watch it on Fox. 
because we're going to Vegas. We're racing the Pennzoil 400. Coming right up after this, this is Stacking Pennies.